0: The right gift on a 25th anniversary i know your first anniversary is, is what a paper one your second anniversary is wood i think you get plastic for your first six months on your 25th episode i i know what it is isn't it a big box of your favorite cigars boris epstein
1: uh, a, a box of my favorite cigars would be absolutely <laughs> wonderful yes
0: I'm, yes i meant it would that, be a great way to go you know, mm-hmm. i mentioned that because i'm not a math guy i you know that was not my forte in school um, but so i don't count the episodes but somebody told me a little bit whispered in my ear that the battle for 1600 is now recording its 25th episode boris could that be true Ah uh, yes, it is true.
1: It is absolutely true. It is our twenty-fifth episode, which is a silver. It is a silver anniversary. So yes, you feel you know silver cufflinks, silver match, whatever people feel uh, like. Cigar silver, cutter, cigar cutter, a wonderful silver cigar cutter. Indeed, all all great, 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 great gifts.
0: And I think was it Shad? You said we've been doing this for half a year now. Yeah, it's uh, six months and a week. My gosh. That's that's not too bad. Did you think we'd last this long, Boris? uh no
1: uh, I, did, I, I i um I thought to be honest with you what I thought is that we would we would get it going, get started, and and then we would rock and and rock and roll and get, get and,
0: distracted and do something else. and then
1: less. get distracted exactly the campaign et right. cetera, and then do something else but here we are you are you are back in the administration uh on, on the national security Education. you're back Board. in the campaign I'm back on the campaign, but here we are every week, like clockwork on Wednesdays we get together and we do this and i think it's wonderful i'm getting such great feedback my friend from uh you know people contacts r- people on the internet it, co- you know friends of mine family people love it they love the banter they love the light-heartedness, lightheartedness but they also love that we we hit it right you know we 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 put lead on target every single week
0: and and i have to commend you for your persistence or rather your dedication because you know, I go on vacation first time since I don't know when. And, and you say, before I leave, you say, we're, we're going to do the podcast, right, while you're on vacation. And, and you sneaky man that you are, you're guest hosting for me, and you use those two segments of me as a guest on the live show as our fill-in podcast. It, it was very clever. It was this multifarious, multipurpose, multitasking, and you just – you were sure – we cannot leave out a week. That's your dedication
1: to our listeners, Boris. Well, it is, and
0: I appreciate you saying that. And you know why?
1: Because we, both of us, both you and I believe that our listeners depend on this, and they expect it, and they, and they, you know, not that it's life and death, but they want to hear from us. They want to hear this podcast. And, and I truly believe that routines are sort of part of the spice of life. Routines, traditions. And if we become a tradition in someone's you know, weekly routine. I don't want to rid them of that. I I want to keep it going. So hey, and you know, the the beauty of it is, yeah, we have the you, you've got the amazing America First radio show all over the the Salem network. You've been doing a, a, an absolutely amazing job with it. It's a, it's a it's it's got wide reach. It's got strong messaging, and you know, you're doing what not a lot of people in there in the radio do, which is provide your opinion but also provide real news. So hey it's there we we were i was able to fill in you called in this, the chairs were turned and off <laughs> we go right and then we had another episode and i think that was episode 23 we did a full one last week 24 we and did. here we are at 25 Tw- i am proud 25 that's that really is something that's something
0: because you know you can get distracted but we're not gonna why because we have a battle for 1600 as we record this it's really quite stunning. One hundred and three days to go. That's just over. That's three months. It's it's three months to go, and it will fly by. And fly we, by. we have to make sure we have to make sure that our old new boss wins because what we're seeing on the streets of America is insanity, and it is an indication of what the left left wishes to do with our republic. Okay, let's do some breaking news. I know you're not an epidemiologist, but I need to know Boris Epstein. Follow him right now, Boris EP, on Twitter, back breakfastwithboris.com. Boris, <clears throat> what is COVID-9?
1: COVID-9 uh, is a uh, baby... Um,
0: is that a baby version of COVID-19? I, I think what, I th-
1: well, I think maybe, well, you know, they tie him to the year. So, so maybe COVID nine relates to what you know the a, a major flu a coronavirus that came out in two thousand nine, okay. and maybe Joe Biden's still living in that year. He thinks it's still two thousand nine, two thousand ten, and maybe he's thinking back to when he and his team mishandled the swine flu and Ebola. Yes,
0: um, we we but, mentioned this because Joe Biden just talked about COVID nine right. in the same couple of days that he talked about the great city of Arizona.
1: Oh, the great city of Arizona, the super Tuesday on Thursday. Thursday. And his, his sister wife, his wife, his, his
0: sister, his sister,
1: his wife, his sister, Jill Biden, and his wife, Valerie Owens. Of course, all those things are totally normal. And that's who you want as your president. That <laughs> guy who doesn't know what day it is, doesn't know what the name of the virus that we're dealing with, the plague, is. And, and, once, and, and then gives in completely to the far left and allows them to just do and say whatever they want with his own platform.
0: Yeah, a, a, a man who clearly has issues not only when it comes to corruption, but issues when it comes to his cognitive capacity. Uh, is this? Is he going to make it to debates with the president? How about this question? Your old campaign hand, you're back in the campaign right now, strategic advisor for coalitions. Is it possible? Is there any way that the Democrats, the DNC, could get to November 3rd and use the coronavirus to say that we're not putting him on a stage with President Trump to debate. Is that even possible that they they try and get him out of those debates?
1: It's interesting that you said that. You're not the first person to have said that to me. There's been a lot of speculation of well, how, you know, how would the left try to use the coronavirus, COVID nineteen, Joe Biden nineteen, not COVID nine to try to keep Biden in his basement. I mean, listen, they're not beyond any sort of trickery. They're not beyond trying to use anything that they they can. I obviously have maintained that if Joe Biden does not show up for the debates, Joe Biden is telling the American people, telling the American public, that he could not be president. That's a full stop. There's no two ways about it. And if he... I mean whatever they come up with, right? If they if, if they come up with some scheme, well the answer to that has gotta be well, you know, then you're off the ballot, buddy. Or, you know, hey, you know, it's it's well you know, what do you what do, if he doesn't show up for debates, if he's saying he's not up for campaigning, is he then saying that he's not up for having an election day right. either?
0: Or being the president. He's not up for well, being the president. Well, he's definitely
1: not up for being the president, right? That's 100% for sure already. I mean, you see him yesterday. He, uh, he I guess presented some new version of policies would really just a mishmash of of some progressive crap from 20 years from ago
0: bernie and everybody else right right
1: and then he said nah no questions question another time but here's a question i have he said that he had to go to another event but that there were no other events so what's the other event that joe biden had to go well, to? i know what it was don't you, don't you know, Boris? Yeah, of course.
0: No, 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 no. Well, he told us on the previous non-press conference that was in an empty room that he has numerous regular cognitive tests. Oh, you think he had to have a cognitive test He had, he had to go to his, you know, those boxes where you have the colored uh, the pieces, different <laughs> shapes, and you've got the holes. You've got to work out whether the triangle goes in the round hole or not. He was doing that, wasn't he? Do you think he figured it out? No. No, I think ha- he started chewing it. <laughs> How many cognitive
1: tests a day do you think they, Do you think they try to give
0: Joe Biden? It's whether or not he puts one leg in each uh, leg of his pants. That's <laughs> okay. the cognitive test. All okay. right, Joe. All right, Joe. Here it is.
1: Here's the cognitive <laughs> test. Here's That's your pants. Here's, Try and put your pants on. Here's some ideas for tests, okay? This is free advice to the Biden <laughs> campaign. Okay? Well, you, did, you
0: did it last time when you were hosting this show. You said things you do not trust Biden to do. Right. Let's, let's do what is a cognitive test that is fitting, that is apt for Joe Biden. I think putting your pants on is a good cognitive test. What do you think? Okay, putting pants on, great. Okay, what about this? It's the morning. Yes. Somebody's got to wake Joe up.
1: They wake him up, they wait 15 minutes, and then they got to hit him with a hard-hitting question. (laughs) Joe, what day of the week is (laughs) it?
0: Well, how about this one? Randomly. I like this one. At any point during the day today, somebody has to go to him and say, Merry Christmas, Joe. And see if he says Merry Christmas. What do you think? Is that a good one? That's I just a came great up one. with that one. I love that one. We got to send that right
1: over, right, right over to, uh, to, to, to their campaign manager and their comms director, Kate Batchfield. You got to go right over there. That's a good idea. Okay. What about this one? What about this one? What if somebody comes over to him and they say, Joe, what's your wife's first name? Badonnas. What do you think you would say?
0: Um yes please I'll have another one.
1: <laughs>
0: we better stop because we're gonna get <clears throat> we're gonna get out of hand very very fast if we continue because this is the amount of fun this is what we do on the Battle for Sixteen Hundred.
1: Well, but it's, in all it no, is serious. We should send this to General okay.
0: O'Malley. Send, send it to to <laughs> Kate Batchelor. Send it to
1: to Schultz. Send it to oh Ron Klein, who's their ah. uh, big senior outside advisor, the brainiac of Ron Klein. Yeah, we should send it over to him. Okay, c- can I have
0: one more? And then, and then <laughs> I you- think I go. I, I, I think I captured your imagination with this one. I will give the Baron one more cognitive test for sleepy, creepy Joe.
1: Okay. Here's a, this is going to be a tough one for Joe. Okay. He, he's walking around. He's maybe aimlessly just kind of, you know, pacing his room or whatever. And they go, Joe, one plus one equals what? What's he going to say? Do you
0: think? Strawberry- Kamquat. Kamquat. I was going to say strawberry, kumquat. apple, <laughs> strawberry, <laughs>
1: apple, or eggplant.
0: <laughs> All right, oh, put, this, send these in. Good send time. these in. Okay, how about this? Let, let's let me test uh, on you this theory. So we have we have regulars, your guest host, you're on this show every week. We do the podcast. One of our other favorite guests uh, is uh, Victor Davis Hanson. And he wrote a a stunning piece this week on Monday. It's every Monday he writes for uh, American Greatness and Greatness.com. And I teased him out on this piece on the show on Monday after the article dropped. And he said, he said, he's certain, he has certitude that this, this is the scenario. And I want your take. If Biden were to win, God forbid, if Biden were to win within days of the, even before the inauguration, Within days of the victory, there would be stories about inside sources to the White House, people inside the DNC, that uh, Joe Biden truly does have mental health issues. And he is going to sacrifice himself for the good of the nation. He's going to sacrifice himself and he's going to step down from the office. And this is already baked in, and that's Victor Davis Hanson. That's a guy who I consider to be one of the greatest strategic minds alive in Western civilization today. What do you think of the the credibility of that scenario? That they're, that they're actually not, we, we're not going to talk about him winning because he can't win. Okay, we can't let that happen. We have to get our boss reelected. But do you think the DNC is already at that level? Of cynicism that they've got the playbook ready for how they remove the person who is their putative nominee.
1: Putative nominee, I like that. Yes, I, I think, I think you're right. I think that that there is absolutely a consideration of, you know, what happens if somehow, God forbid, Joe Biden is elected, but then it's clear he can't be president. So what do they do then? You know, they're not going to invoke the Twenty-Fifth Amendment on him. That's not going to work. Then are they just going to sort of force him to resign, and then the VP will become the new president, and then they will appoint the new vice president?
0: Right. Uh, In in that case, let's let's talk about where where the horse race is and right by the way there. that's
1: also the 25th amendment yes it's just the, the part i'm talking about is invoking the the, the section which says that the, the president is, is incapacitated right. right which in the case of Biden, again listen this is nothing this is we are not here to just oh we're picking on this guy joe biden well, that's how we're this doing this is the, the security of the nation this is the man who has correct. the nuclear launch code correct we need to, we need a president who is a, who's strong, who's a leader, who has the stamina to lead this country. And Joe Biden has none of those. And w- we laugh about it because sometimes humor is a great delivery system, yeah. but the true nature of it is that this is a real danger. And then whoever Joe Biden picks as, as his VP, to your point, is going to be somebody who's extremely, and I want to under, underline the word extremely, close to the presidency.
0: So we we are we hearing new names every single day, crazy candidates, I think. Where do where do you put your money right now when it comes to the person who's got the shot to be the VP under Joe Biden's nomination for the convention?
1: I think it should be you.
0: I think All right, should... you're fired. You are fired. Where is it? I need my hang on a second. Here we go. You're fired. <laughs> no, seriously, um, you are a, you are in a spicy mood today, Boris. Well, well, why not? Right? You only live once. You only
1: live <laughs> once. I think right now it it seems to me that it's a pretty close race. There's there's several who ever shot. You got Kamala Harris, who who was one of the worst presidential candidates of all time. Okay, right, right. usually somebody runs for president and and they increase and improve their standing. She did the opposite because she was just such an empty again empty vessel. She showed she really didn't have any views or beliefs, just trying to read the polls. So you got you, you have her. You've got Keisha Lance Bottoms from from Atlanta who I think has actually been kind of, you know, picking up in the in the race to to potentially be the nominee. You've got Val Demings out of uh, out of Florida, the Congresswoman, but you know, Val Demings used to be, um, you know, was a, was the police chief, I believe, of her of her city, and then and then Keisha Lance Bottoms also has a law enforcement background. So what does that do to you know what
0: does that do to their? What well, doesn't that count against them well, in, 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 in a Democrat right. convention? I mean that that's why I think Kamala's out of the question now. Well, it's all three of them? All
1: three of them have that background, right? right? So it's it you know the it's a little bit. Then again, the question becomes, who is he looking for? I think he he just could be, Biden just could be stupid enough to, p- to pick Elizabeth Warren. I think there's a chance of that.
0: Wow. So you and Mr. G, that's who Jeff thinks. So you think in an age of Black Lives Matter, riots on the streets, the fake Native American has a shot at it?
1: I think that she – there's a chance that wow. she sort of talks her way into it. But what it does because, she
0: bring? What does she bring? Is she going to bring the Bernie bros? The thought is that maybe,
1: just maybe, she would bring the far left. But the problem is she doesn't really represent the par- far left. So right. it, it's a problem. You know, it's that's it, a problem for her. But, again – You know, the options are actually pretty limited, you know, and Biden is obviously, we all know, has squared himself in. He's boxed himself in. He said, oh, he's only going to pick a woman. Woman. He should have said, I'm going to pick the best candidate. And if it's a woman, that's wonderful. And if it's a man, that's fine. Right. But that's not what he decided to do.
0: No, he had to give the ideological answer. We're talking to Boris Epstein, my buddy, my co-host, regular guest on America First, strategic advisor to the Trump 2020 campaign for coalitions. Follow him, him, Boris EP. I'm Sebastian Gorka. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter, Seb Gorka. And if you like this podcast, write us a review. It helps and also spread the word. And I hope you're having as much fun as I am. Let's stay with the topic of what's happening on the streets of America. The the news of, of 50, fifteen people shot at a funeral in Unbelievable. Chicago. Unbelievable. Uh, the the idea that you know Mayor Lightfoot is is thinks that help from the federal government is the problem when there is murder and mayhem on the streets of her city every single day. Well, what does Biden have to say? Biden's response is that federal law enforcement, so these officers we're seeing that are rounding up the, the ringleaders, the most fo- violent people on the streets, the Federal Protection Service at DHS have deployed, quote, here we go, federal law enforcement, quote, is brutally attacking peaceful protesters in Portland, Boris. Does, does anybody, do, do Democrat voters believe that? Well, that's a that's question, right?
1: The question is, do Democrats actually believe the nonsense that they're fed by their elected officials and and people in the media like joy reed who now has her own 7 p.m primetime show you mean you mean
0: the homophobe joy reed whose account was hacked but there is no evidence of her homophobic blog posts being written by somebody else except joy reed are you talking about that joy reed boris oh yeah homophobic anti-semitic yes yes of course and and isn't that, is that, is that qualifications in the media today? If you look at the New York Times, don't you have to be anti-Semitic? Look at what happened to Barry Weiss last week. Right. If you are if you are liberal
1: and anti-Semitic, that's totally fine. That's really that's really what. Come, let's be. Let's go broader. According to today's culture, cancel culture, woke culture. If you're liberal and hateful, you're cool. But if you're conservative and have even a smidgen of question, you're out forever. If you're Tom Cotton okay, and you're a sitting senator senator. and and you write a totally sensical look on how to make sure that we have law and order in this country, you are scaring people. Okay, And you make people feel unsafe.
0: You should be silenced. But
1: but those same people then are okay to say horrible anti-Semitic things to their colleague, Barry Weiss. So that's the woke culture we live in. That's the the terrible, terrible hypocrisy, the hatred of the left. And that's Joe Biden's America. That's what Joe Biden stands for. People need to understand that Joe Biden is not your friendly, kooky uncle. Okay? Joe Biden is is that empty vessel, that Trojan horse that that is carrying with him all of the hatred of the left. And we in this country cannot afford to have that become our reality. And if you look at his, go, you know, going back, if you look at his VP, VP candidates, they all are awfully far left, you know. I will tell you, out of those, I think if he were smart, you asked my question, I think Val Demings would be an interesting choice. She was, she was at least police chief of Orlando. But is
0: there name recognition from that point of view? Well, there's not name. I mean, the only name – if you're going for
1: name recognition, you've got to go for either Kamala Harris yeah. or, again, you asked me the question, what does she bring? Elizabeth Warren brings name recognition, right? She brings she brings punch to the ticket, But it, but he seems to be trying to play – you know, the the usual uh, game that, that liberals play, which, which is identity politics, right? So let's just try to pick somebody from this and that and that and, and check as many boxes as possible. Elizabeth Warren only checks one box, right? right. We all know she doesn't check the Native American box. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So uh, sh- uh, sh- I think, I don't know, Kamala Harris right now is probably in the lead, but not by a lot.
0: Interesting. Okay, so um, we, we had to talk about some breaking, very interesting polling coming out of Rasmussen. But before we get to that, let, let, let's finish this question I asked you uh, previously before, before I, I got you distracted. Do Democrats uh, – you've got to be careful here because you don't want to cast aspersions across half of America because that's, that's what Hillary Clinton, that's what Biden does with the deplorables and all kinds of things like that. So I just want to – you're connected You've been in politics far longer than I have. Do Democrat voters of any ilk, forget that the hardcore radical base, but the rest, do they really believe it when Joe Biden, who wants to be president, says that the federal police are the problem and they're brutalizing innocent people, Boris?
1: Nobody buys that. Nobody buys that except for the far, far radical left. The fall radical left may buy that, okay. but the American people are not buying that. Democrats, union members are not buying that. The National Association of Police Officers, which endorsed yes. Donald Trump while in, uh, having endorsed Obama in the previous elections, are not buying that. Okay, The American people could see what's going on in, in Portland. They saw what happened in, in Seattle where people got killed because the Democrat Jenny Durkin, the mayor, did nothing. People were murdered in that city because of democrat leadership they see the 200 percent increase in shootings in new york city under democrat leadership they see that democrats do not bring peace democrat leaders don't bring peace anymore they bring violence and that's what this antifa violence is there's no question there's no question about it i mean look back remember when antifa showed up at our friend tucker carlson's yes. house and his wife had to hide in the closet and call the police that's not peace
0: no, it's not peace. No, and now the uh, the New York Times right. is allegedly wanting to uh, disclose the location of the house that Tucker moved to with his family. That's not cancel culture. That's downright subversive, and that is attacking the civil rights of a man simply because you politically disagree with him. That isn't that also what the election's about, Boris?
1: Yes, this election is about picking between two sides. One side, which stands for America, opportunity, standing tall, standing proud, and honoring our history and our future. And the other side, which wants us to become, I don't know, maybe close to home for you and me, but some version of Eastern Europe in the yeah. 1970s.
0: Yeah. No. I think, you know, I think, you know it's, it was Don Jr. He was a guest on when, when you were hosting for me, and he said it when we launched the President's reelection Campaign in Orlando a, a year ago. He said... It's very simple. And that was before Antifa, before COVID. He said the choice in the election will be a choice between liberty and socialism. And it's only become worse since then. Um, Boys, talk to us about this breaking news.
1: Great, great polling that just came out from Rasmussen, which is the only really, truly Large-scale pollster, which called called the sixteen election, right? So they had two weeks ago Joe Biden up by ten points, which I I thought was too many because you know of the way the country was. But there's a combination of factors there. Nevertheless, in their polling, Joe Biden has gone from being up by ten to now losing eight points and only being up by two, which is effectively tied. It's it's within the margin of error. But that's that's eighteen
0: points in the space of just a a couple of days.
1: It's eight points in two weeks.
0: What, is, what what's going on there?
1: Because people are getting over some of the tumult of the year a little bit, right? we people are settling into their uh, into their understanding of what's going on. They understand that the the economy under President Trump is experiencing this rocket ship rebound, as you and I always talk about. I mean, the S and P 500 index, Sebastian, is now has erased all of yes. its losses from 2020, which is
0: hard to believe. It's hard to believe. And all
1: of us losses. We went through a plague in this country, yeah. a plague, and we've erased all of all the losses on the S and P 500, and the Dow is close to doing the same. And Nasdaq, the the, the technological index, has hit has hit records already again after the uh, you know after the worst of the plague. So they see the economy rebounding. They see the great numbers on manufacturing, on housing, on jobs, of course. That's, the, that, that's one part of it. Then they see the lawlessness, the looting and the rioting that Joe Biden's Democrat Party is encouraging and, and not doing a thing to stop. They see Joe Biden's Democrat Party dishonoring, disrespecting, debasing American history right. and combining all that. And then, and then they see Joe Biden when he has popped his head up and he's just been so obviously and crudely not ready to be president and unable to be president. So you combine all those things, and now President Trump is out and back doing his press briefings. He did one yesterday, which was extremely strong. It was somber. It was to the point, but he also talked about a lot of good news. Fatalities being way down. Our testing being way up. The economy being strong. All of these being good news. The president delivered that press conference yesterday. He's going to do another one today. Combine all that, all bad news for Joe all good news for Donald Trump, which means all good news for America.
0: You are a Vulcan. You really are a Vulcan mind I, I had literally less than 60 seconds before you mentioned the briefings. Written down, it, it, here it's in front of me, my, my little show notes, briefings I wrote down. And that's what I want to discuss with you when you are on my show America First today. So we will discuss that then if you want to make sure you never miss any of our banter with the baron Make sure you also subscribed to the radio show. We live stream it every single day on YouTube. We just bust 11 million views on our new channel. God bless you all. Go to YouTube. Look for me, Sebastian Gorka, America First. Hit the subscribe button. And then, because that's how sneaky YouTube is, you have to hit the notifications bell twice, twice, for you to make sure you never miss a thing. So listen to the podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, and also we post this podcast, the video of it, every Saturday as well, Saturday, so you won't right. miss a thing. All right, last question, big question. I think this is going to be the theme for the rest of our podcast for the next uh, um, three months before the election. <clears throat> we have a text line here, and I respond to every single text that people send me, the readers, the the, the the viewers, and the callers. If you want to text me, it's seven zero three eight six nine twelve sixty two. That's our PatriotMobile.com text line, seven oh three eight six nine twelve sixty two. And one thing I'm seeing I'm seeing um, two issues crop up. I'm seeing people getting more and more concerned. They're seeing the pre Rasmussen polls. They're worried about the election. And then those who are being constructive are saying, okay, what can I do? and and i'm going to give you my perspective as somebody who's outside of the campaign yes i've just been nominated by the president but i'm i'm still a radio guy i'm not in the campaign like you do and tell me what's missing okay what i've left out so i my um contention is i don't care how old you are this time it is actually true this is the most consequential election of your lifetime whether you're you know 80 years old or 18 this is it you have to be engaged we have a, a republic to save and I don't mean just writing another check for your local candidate or or you know handing out flyers. You need to volunteer. you need to be there at the polling station. My wife myself, I was working on the polling station during the primary. my wife is a volunteer for the local GOP volunteer for the campaign. Even if you're in, in, in areas where you think we, we've got no shot, if you're in California, Massachusetts, it doesn't matter, especially in the age of Trump. Because if you reach out through the GOP, you could be making phone calls for this president across the nation. Imagine if everybody listening to our podcast, Boris, spent an hour, half an hour a day making phone calls for the president. It would president. be so huge. Just, just speaking Why the that? truth, speaking the truth. You've got to be on, on social media. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how technologically challenged you deem yourself to be. If you're not on Twitter, if you're not on Facebook, if you're on Instagram, you're not really helping. You need to be amplifying. As we say in the you know the U.S. military, the, the guys I've worked with, they're called force multipliers. These are tools that multiply your efficacy. Be on social media. Don't get preachy, but you know when you're at the local barbecue at the weekend, when you're at the water cooler in the office, just... Be sure to speak the truth and against those who want to bully you, don't let them. So is there is there any other advice you'd give those who are listening and who are concerned but who want to make a difference, Boris?
1: Well, first of all, I appreciate and I agree with everything you just said. Folks, get out there, be active, share your beliefs, share your views on social media and in person. Yes, as, as, as Sebastian said, don't get preachy, but you know what? If you want to wear that Make America Great Again hat <laughs> to your barbecue, you want to wear a Keep America Great hat, enjoy yourself. Be free. Do not let the woke culture get you down. Do not do not be beaten down by those who say, "Well, if you don't believe what we do; that, that that you're wrong." Be yourself. Be confident. Go to DonaldJTrump.com. Start making phone calls. Get lawn signs. Just tell yes. any, speak and scream loudly that you are a supporter of America, which is what that which what it means when you're a supporter of Donald J. Trump and Mike R. Pence for president. That's what it means. You are standing up for America, for the future of America, and you are fighting, truly, to keep America great because that is what this campaign is all about. Get involved. There's no two ways about it. Again, go to DonaldJTrump.com. Do anything you can. And, and as Sebastian said, the beauty of today... The beauty of, of the current environment, the internet, is that yes, you could be in a deeply blue state. You could be in Massachusetts, you could be in Rhode Island, you could be in California, but you can impact you can impact the election so much by calling and, and, and tweeting and being active on social media and and being able to have your voice heard in the battleground states. And there are way too many of those. We need to keep Many of these states, solid red. We need to keep Arizona solid red. We need to make Ohio and Florida solid red. We need to keep Georgia solid red. And I believe that Donald Trump is going to do that on November 3rd.
0: Wow. I have one thing to add to that, and it's serious. But in the meantime, as I'm sitting here, somebody's spying on us, Boris.
1: Who is it? It's
0: Mr. G. What's he saying? He just texted me. You were on a roll, and he texted me. I'm trying to stay on message, and he's listening to us. He just texted me this. Do you know that America First, that's our channel, the radio show that, that you're a regular on, we have more YouTube subscribers than, have a guess,
1: Sleepy Creepy Joe Biden.
0: Wow, first time. We have more subscribers than Joe Biden, who's running for president and who uses it every single day for his live stream events. Maybe I should be his vice president.
1: Maybe you're right. Well, you would definitely bring life to the party.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's crazy. Thank you, Jeff, for, for, for adding a little bit of a whimsy. Gosh, we're, we're more important than Joe Biden. Thank you, guys. It's because of you. It's because of the listeners, the viewers. God bless you. If you're listening on a podcast and audio, I love that, too. I love podcasts. But subscribe to the YouTube channel, too, yes. and we'll make Joe even more irrelevant. Okay, last, last question, and, and, and then I'll let you go. We've talked about the technical stuff, so volunteering, making phone calls, getting on social media. How about this question? You're a brave man. You, you were hounded because of the, the Russian collusion hoax Your parents escaped post communist uh, Russia. Uh, I was
1: eleven when we came. I'm a ooh. I know. Guy named Boris was eleven. Wow. Well,
0: well, you know those colluders. They start. They get their agents trained early. (laughs) Um, So, so you've been. You are still. You you are the man in the arena, as one of our former presidents said. Talk to our listeners, our viewers, because I see this so much. Who are worried. And feel intimidated. You and I—we kind of like we've been through the fire. Our skin is so thick. They've come after our families. They've come after my children. They've attacked my son in in the media. I, they, look, we're, we're in it to win, and 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 we know it's just words. But that's easy for us because we've we've had that 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 that. What do they say when that when the metal is? is forged, it's, it's, it's hardened in, in the fire. We've done it, so we, it's easy for us. What do you say to those who haven't had that experience, who want to help but who, are, who feel intimidated?
1: Well, first of all, I appreciate you saying that. I, um, I am in the arena, and as, of course, are you. We are public people, and we take all of the positive, but we also know that the negative is going to come. And we've had things written about us. We've had, we've had things written about our backgrounds, about family that have been disgusting. And our family have to see, have had to see things written about us that are undoubtedly, undoubtedly hurtful. But I'll tell you what, it is all worth it because we're fighting for the righteous cause, for the good cause of American exceptionalism, American greatness, and I'm going to say it, American capitalism, because that has been the single best engine of greatness in the history of the world yeah so it's worth it now for those who are just getting going especially for the young people who are conservative in their heart and who believe in opportunity who believe in competition but are intimidated uh, you know it not to be simplistic but my answer is don't be yeah don't be
0: just but, but it, re- it really is it's a choice isn't it boris
1: right don't it's a choice don't don't, sl- don't slump your shoulders don't bend your back just stay stay tall, stand tall, stand strong. And and with that strength will come a little bit of, of invincibility. Because if if right. you if if you if you develop that ability to stand tall, if you carry yourself with strength there's only so much the left can really do. They're going to try to shoot at you. And, you know, we mentioned her earlier. Joy Reed has lied about me in publication after publication. You know, anybody ever needs a negative quote about Boris, they go to Joy Reed and she's lied and said, said idiotic things, you know, about me. And I, I won't even repeat them because I don't want to give them air. But that's what the left does. The left tries to make up things in order to attack us. But we've got the truth on our side. And the truth is, that America is a great country. America is a beacon of hope. It's a beacon of hope for you and your family, and you're an immigrant. It's a beacon of hope for me and my family. And we came here, Sebastian, and it was six of us. It was me, my parents, my mom's mom, and my dad's parents. And, you know, my dad's parents were in their, in, in their late 70s, and, and th- this country gave them some, something that really they hadn't had before. It, it gave them this, this uh, hope this sunny disposition of this is America. There's greatness here, yeah. you know. And, and that is what we need to fight for. That is what we need to stand for. And that is not spin. That is not BS. That is complete and utter truth. America is the greatest country on earth. And Joe Biden's Democrats no longer recognize that. Let me, and in that moment, they cannot be allowed anywhere near power.
0: Let me summarize what Boris just said in, in one sentence. We are dealing with bullies, and what bullies fear the most is courage. For sure. All you need to do is make a decision that you will not fold, that you will not be intimidated, and already you're winning just by taking that decision. Exactly. Wow. Let's, let's close with uh, I just can't get over the president's uh, speech at Mount Rushmore. And uh, another piece of positive reinforcement, this is Video Cut 2, one of my favorites from, I think, one of the greatest speeches, along with his Warsaw and Riyadh speech. This is the President of the United States on July 3rd this year, Video Cut 2.
1: From this magnificent place, let us go forward united in our purpose and rededicated in our resolve. We will raise the next generation of American patriots. We will write the next thrilling chapter of the American adventure. And we will teach our children to know that they live in a land of legends, that nothing can stop them, and that no one can hold them down.
0: That's the American spirit, and that's That's why we're here. The Battle for 1600 with... Boris Epstein, the Baron, and me, (laughs) Sebastian Gorka. God bless. God bless. Thank you, my friend.